ready to lace up your boots, throw up your horns, and jump into the pit. Then let's stomp the stigmas of mental illness. It's time for Above Ground Podcast. Now, Will Foley and Timothy Patrick. Hello, everyone. To What's any up? new listeners, thank you for joining. And to any repeat offenders, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> to the Above Ground Podcast. Above Ground, Above Ground, Above Ground. Today, episode Down in a Hole. Down in a Hole. <laughs> Sorry. We are going to be talking about uh, down being down in a hole, depression, and uh, the slew of, of uh, tag-alongs. I like that. Yeah, I like, like that. Tag along. I was trying to think of that little fish that the clinger that sticks on like whales and just like sucks the, the sucker food fish. Off. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, like a. I forget what it's called. Yeah, I'm not going to look it up though. Yeah, no, I tried to make it sound good. It's not important. So yeah, so today is uh, is Depression Day episode. Awesome, perfect yeah, thing. Kind of fits about. for my week. Kind of fits for mine too. All right. I don't know if the energy's just been feeding off of it or what. I don't know. Let's but. delve in, shall we? Let's let's do it. So there is no one real cause of suicide. Uh, multiple stressors, depression, etc., etc., etc. And when you slip into a hole so far down that you get basically covered in dirt that's just been shoveled on top of you and as you try to get out of that hole, more dirt falls on top of you. And if you if you even possess any coping skills, it's hard to use them once you get to that point. So you continue to reach and climb, only to allow more and more sand, dirt, gunk, junk to pile on top of your head and your shoulders until basically the weight is too much to bear and you find yourself um, not being able to breathe, grasping for air. You know, maybe trying to reach for uh, uh, anything, um, a light, perhaps. Yeah. If... Okay. You know, um, there's, you know, again, there's no, there's a list of warning signs, but. Uh, it, let me it, just, let me just chime in. Yeah, quick. go ahead. Because you said depression and then you went into suicide. Okay. So let's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's stop and yield for a second and go back to depression. Let's let's go because back. Because there are two totally different topics. One can play into the other. Yeah, absolutely. That's, I was... But I we were I just wanted to make sure yeah, that yeah, we were Yeah, yeah, go. Go ahead. Um so yes, depression is one of the leading, if not the most leading cause of suicide or suicidal ideations or attempts and a lot of that, I don't believe in my my. I don't believe from all the things that I've read and studies that having depression leads to suicide. However, it certainly can. Right. So that's why I wanted to make sure no, we took to differentiate excellent. about de depression. Yep. So, um, so getting into depression, you have. Now, what is your diagnosis for depression? Do you have, like, major depressive yeah, disorder? that's what it is. Okay, so MDD. do I. Yes, so do I. 
I have major depressive disorder. I have the the bipolar two side of it because right. I have the the more depression than I have manic. The manic. Yeah. What about yourself? Or have just, you just been diagnosed with major depress depressive disorder? Yeah, and like and, uh, whatever the I I don't really pay attention to the the diagnoses too much. It's um, I only bring it up because no, no, there's people out there who really do pay attention yeah. to it. Um, so uh, I'm just saying it because I don't really know what uh, the other side of it was. It's just clinical anxiety or whatever they want to call it. Um, anxiety disorder. Yeah. Non, yeah. Um, it just I think they go hand in hand for me. Um, usually the anxiety is I'm like even baseline. I'm I'm anxious. I'm just uh, heads always spinning about something. So I think the anxiety kind of comes in and, and feeds the depression. Oh, it does. And then the depression feeds the anxiety. Right. And they're just a, they're like a, the most unhappy couple you could have. Who, <laughs> like, they really are. Yeah. They're just, they're, they're. They well, don't the, think so though. No, they don't they, because they actually like, go well together. Yeah. They're they like actually the greatest well couple together. together they, Absolutely. You know? Cause when you start feeling down and you start questioning yourself, you start getting anxious. You're like, Oh my God, did I do this? Did I, did I say that? Or did the I ants. not? Did I? Yeah. The ants. The ants, yes, come, the crawling ants come crawling. Yes, thank you. Change your brain, change your life, Mr. Yes. Daniel Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen, brothers and sisters. Amen. <laughs> Is that how do you pronounce it? I don't even know how to pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, Daniel Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the just like it's spelled. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I I guess uh you can cl- I don't know if I want to use the word classify, but I let's just say that if you're wa- if if depression is walking taking a nice little tiptoe through the tulips, usually, you know, you can find it hand in hand with um hopelessness, anxiety, um what else? What do you for you, I guess, what would you kind of say what is if what does depression feel like for you I guess um depression feels like a 10 pound heavy thing yeah you didn't get the reference though did you Queen's right reference <sighs> from operation yes Mike. 10 pound 10 heavy. pound heavy thing it sounded familiar um, I thought it was a movie at first <laughs> now, um Good yeah thing. depression feels like a big weight like I f- I'm not wearing my atlas shoes. I can't carry the weight of the world, man. I just, it doesn't, I, it's hard to function. I can't focus. Hard to focus. Function. Focus. And now I don't know if this is for you too. Focus is a thing that I did not realize until probably the last couple of years that really goes away when I'm, when I'm psyched. Sure. But I, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. I don't know. I haven't noticed when I'm not cycling now because it's become such a constant. And granted, you know, and, you know, everybody around me will tell you, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not taking any medicine. I'm not seeing a therapist right now. I'm trying to. I thought to, you were. I, I, I was. But, again, okay. we're we're going back to... You know, we're going back to childhood, and I'm right. It's like it's not helping me. It's actually been counterproductive. And I love my therapist; great guy. But it's just it's it's been counterproductive 
for me. And then what happens is that starts the cascade. I, I'm like, okay, well, I'm obviously not going to do what he says. So I'm going to be back to square one again. And I'm self-medicating as I, as I love to do. <laughs> and there's a, and well, it, it's, you know, I, it's, it, it, no, I get, but it, it's the truth. You got, you got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know, and no, am I doing everything that I can do? No, I'm not. And well, that's not. good though to to be able to say that. It is, you know. But again, now, then that next th- that next page comes over. Okay, you're not doing everything you can. You don't want to do everything you can, and then you start feeling bad about it because you're like, why can't I just decide to snap it? And it it just isn't it. It's not that easy. It doesn't click. It doesn't work right. That way. They're not like Lincoln Logs where you can <laughs> click them together. Right. You know, it's it's just I mean if we could snap it and even a pill, like I think it's it's a combination of all those things that you, for me, it's it's like a car. Okay, you can have a car and you can drive it and Somewhere along the lines, you're gonna to have to put air in the tires, maybe wash it, clean the windows, maintenance, vacuum, general maintenance on general it. Maintenance. Same thing. It's like I, I I find that I've talked to so many people that you know with depression, and I talk about self care, and I I think that a lot of people only participate in the self care aspect of it when when needed. Almost like as a, like if depression is a reminder. Almost like a second thing. Almost right. like something that you forgot to do. Right. But and then, then depression kicks a... you it kicks you in the head and it says, okay, well now yeah. you got to do it again. Right. And as in and and that's been in my case, that has been been a part of it. Now, but I got a question for you because it's different for you because you're on some medicine, right? right. Yeah. So you have the opposite part of it. Where I'm not taking anything, and my depression is still there. You're taking something, and your depression is still there. So it's, and that's the fine line that we walk on this tightrope. Right. That, you know, okay, you try this. And, and I think it's Jordan Peterson, right? That said, everybody, like, if you need antidepressants, take them until you don't need yeah. them, and then you're done. And I've, I've done that. I've, I've done that. And, like, if I really wanted him again, I could go back to my primary and, and, get, and, him, and get him. Because he he's, he's told me that ahead of yeah. him. He's like, if you don't want to go this route, he's like, I can do this for you. And he's like, after that, you need to go see somebody. But, and, and I'm sorry if we got off. No, no. Off did... the, I, um. So what was your. So what I'm wondering now. What would happen if you didn't take the medicine? <laughs> no. That's... Or has it really been like have have your have you had a lot of changes? Um, I've been on it for so long that I, I honestly don't know and I'm I remember one time. Are you on I the same was... not to interrupt, are you on the same medication yep. that yep. you've been taking all along? Yes. The only thing that's changed is um uh probably a year or two uh we'll say I don't know. We'll say twenty six months or so. Okay. <laughs> it was it was upped. Um, I'm trying to think. It may have may have uh, doubled. It was it may have been fifty. Now it's a hundred. Okay. I think. Do you mind at me asking what you're on? Uh, it's it's the generic for Zoloft, I believe. Okay. Sertraline. Okay. 
That's what it is. And it's 100 milligrams? 100 milligrams. See, I'm not familiar with it enough. I mean, I everybody I like for everybody's me taken takes, Zoloft at some point. It takes I, the edge I have off. not, but... I tried to wean off years and years ago, um, and I got... I, it was more... Um, what's the word I want to use? It was... I find myself more, like, aggravated, more um, annoyed... Stuff like do you, that. Do you have a baseline annoyance? I don't like know. Like when you're anxious, do you have like a baseline annoyance? Probably. Yeah. I, I noticed today I do. I never thought about it until you just said it. I, I noticed that I do because I noticed that when, I, when I'm in and out, in and out, in and out, yeah. I get like the littlest things annoy me. I think I'm sensory in general. It just depends on the situation. Like, I can be in the bathroom with the shower and stuff, and that the fan that's going drive me crazy. I want to shoot it. Oh, it, you it, can't tune it out. As soon, no, as soon as I shut it off, I'm like, whew, it's weird. I it, I don't know okay. what it is. I don't, okay. I don't know what it is. It drives me insane. But then on this on the other hand, I can turn up you know some loud music in the car, and it calms me and makes me like okay. And I'm just good. You know? I me too. I the the music thing part of it does for me too. Like I get all excited and I'm like, <laughs> and usually it it doesn't. I don't even really get too excited though. I, I think it, it almost it almost mellows me. Like some people are like, oh, if you listen to like you know classical or whatever. Like if I you put on like a bad pop song and it's gonna actually aggravate me to the point where I'm pissed off. Like I can't do it. Okay. I just can't like put put on you know something crazy metal and I'm fine. I mean, I it was told to me back in two thousand two thousand six when I went to EAP. Which, if anybody doesn't know what EAP is, EAP stands for Employee Assistance Program. A lot of companies and uh, especially the government. Uh, offer EAP assistance for its employees and they say it's confidential and they say all this stuff I don't buy that it's confidential whatsoever just from my experience my personal experience with the government however um, it's for their families too it, it's not right it's not just it's not necessarily right. just for the employees it for should their be families a, it, also it's, it's but should be a positive this woman thing, told but... me that I needed to stop listening to anything that was anything remotely heavy. And and I and I laughed at her on the phone. I'm like, "Are you I'm I'm like, excuse me. I'm like I'm like I said first of all, I said, "Who are you to judge me and my music taste because I'm depressed? Don't include this because you have no idea what my history is." Right. I said, "You know nothing about me." And I but I will say this. I I know for people who, who, um, who emotional stuff wise? Yes. Does music affect your mood? I definitely think it does. And can it affect it like affected negatively? It can. You may not view it as a negative effect because to you that may be normal, but it may not be normal for everybody. Yeah. So I, I, so I don't know if I. I don't know if I, I want to disagree. That I don't know if I prescribe to that because I don't know either. Thing. But if I, you're going to say it's going to have negative, then I can put on 
uh, some music and and the vocals are going to be like mow the lawn and, and and help your parents and I can play it for my kids and they're going to do that right well we're not talking about subliminal uh, okay even not even subliminal it's still it's still on the unconscious when you're listening nah I don't I it's, for me it's not uh, <laughs> there it is there it is for me it's not unconscious because I pay attention I think I I, maybe part of my problem is is that I ingest every word of every song, and okay. it and it does, and okay. and certain songs obviously have a lot of meaning for different for different right. people, man. You know, be it a power battle, whatever it is. So I, I don't I didn't want to prescribe to that because you do this, this is affecting this. Yeah. But at some point though, you have to at least be. Open enough to sure. say, could it? Could it be? Yeah. And sure, it could be. I mean, now, granted, I like classical music too, but I it's classical music is not my choice for right. certain things. I I do I have learned though when I'm doing certain activities that certain music helps, which is part of the reason why I found EDM and electronic music and like chill music and like spa music. Because like a lot of that Asian, Asian influence, like the singing bowls and the, all that stuff, like it's very relaxing. Oh, I keep hitting this windscreen. I'm not used to this mic setup, Will. Thank um, you, Will. <laughs> um, and I, it's I, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to say necessarily whether it's. It's the music, or it's just because maybe I'm not paying. Maybe because music with no words, I'm not paying attention to the words, which could means be. I can focus more on could what be. I'm thinking, and that could be part of it. So basically, I'm going to boil it down to: I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Um, depression is not a one size fits all. No, what works for Will and I may not work for you. So basically, whatever works for you, as long as it's positive and it's obviously not harming yourself or others do that whatever do, works do right that. do that do Absolutely. whatever is working for you yeah do whatever is working for you um, now what, well, what were you going to say i wanted to just touch a few things on um i guess factors we'll call them factors mm -hmm. in depression um huge in my opinion um environmental factors are huge in the modern world it's uh, every every environment that you come in and out of every moment of the day affects you. There you go. I, I don't I totally buy that one hundred percent. I totally Absolutely. Uh, however, you know, you gotta throw in There's your always... perception of, of the environment also. Because yeah. your perception that misnomer about perception being reality, it's not perception is your reality. But it may not necessarily be be, yeah. be reality. I, I gotcha. History, I family history. Yes, that's a factor. I you know and what is what have you been told from your prescribers and your doctors over the years about your genes and not things? Have thing. they said anything about them? Like have they said like oh your genes aren't a factor or they no. are? They're not a factor. I've never. No, no one's. I'm not saying. I'm not saying one way or another. I think they are a factor. That's my personal opinion. Um, okay. But I've never. Uh, usually, I mean, I don't want to get off the topic too much. But 
for modern day medicine and and stuff like that, I, they don't really focus too much on it. I, in my opinion, in my experience, you know, not saying anything bad about my doctor or doctors out there, but I, I don't think. Put it this way: if you break your arm, you go in. And you get an X-ray of your bones, right? Yes. Yes. To figure out what the problem is. Right. Well, where's my brain scan? Where's uh my check? Amen. Well, where's my where's my vitamin D levels? Like yeah, I I agree. You know what I mean? I, uh, yeah. There's so many there's so many factors. Well, that's the thing with depression. There are so many factors. There are what you put in your body. Absolutely. What, what you excrete from your body. What your body is telling you. What your brain is telling your body. It's it's amazing how this this petri dish that we live in is is so like connected yeah. in every sort of way yet we try to dissect it and cut it where we cut the brain out and we think it's a body thing where it's not a mind thing where everything's connected one thing i want to touch on real quick um just because you had uh, had we had talked about it and now we're kind of talking in relation to it is and we uh, are still talking about depression yes because all of this works into depression um you know uh, with substances and you know uh self yeah, yeah self medication you know uh, i'm going to be the 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 bummer you know bad guy here for a minute but in reality the way it works in your body and your brain as you are you know taking substances it's it's block it's like a false positive it's blocking the the stuff that's supposed to go to your brain and basically it's getting stuff from the substance say yes and so it's getting it from the substance so then the brain says oh geez we're okay up here we have plenty of this and plenty of that so we don't need to produce more of it but then when 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 that high or whatever wears down your brain is not producing more of it. So it's actually having a, a negative effect. Well, right. But that's the same thing with antidepressants. That's the same thing because they change your brain chemistry. So it... Some, it, not all. No, right, right. Some, not all. But that was always my thing. Right. And I, it's obviously different for everybody. It is different for everybody. Now, granted, I will tell you this, and I will say this from my own experience... Because I've had a lot of experience at this. I go through a period of depression when I stop using certain substances. Which sometimes leads you back to certain substances. And, and, and this could be any substance. Okay? Do you think it this, could be a habit? I, it is habit. There's a lot of part. There's a lot of that to it. Um, there's a lot of that just getting home and right. you know opening a beer or, or doing whatever it is you're doing. And I you, look, I I will be a 110 percent honest with everybody. I always am. I have talked about this for years. I am 110 percent believer in cannabis. Okay, cannabis for pain, cannabis for all kinds of things. However. In my use of it over the years, as my body's changed, my brain has changed. The way the way it it the way it assimilates with me changes also, and I'm not and I'm not blind to that, and that that doesn't stop me from doing things, and that doesn't stop me completely like that doesn't make me want to be completely sober either. But does it does it add to it sometimes? Absolutely. 
Because for as much as it takes things right. away, okay. it doesn't. That's fair. You know. I just wanted to throw that in there. I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about, um, we had touched a little bit on self-care. Um, like, you know. Do you find it hard to self-care when you're depressed? Do you care when you're depressed? No. Right. And that's, that, that's, 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 that's where I kind of wanted to bring that up to Well, that's that what I'm getting you. at with the car thing. I okay. I go back to that. Like, you need, and it, it, it's, I'm not saying it's easy. None of this stuff is easy, but it helps when you can, you know, being mindful, just staying in the moment, it's hard to do. But if you can do that and, you know, make it a daily routine to, you know, maybe take some vitamins or, um, you know, magnesium is, is a good thing to take. The fish oils are supposed to help. Eating good helps. Uh, a, a good sleep patterns and um, a bedtime routine can help. You know, little, just little things, uh, blowing bubbles, taking five minutes out and, you know, going outside and blowing bubbles or, or watching the clouds, taking a walk. These are all things that, you know, you can do to kind of keep your engine running properly. You know, because when you get to the point when depression sticks its talons in you and, like, tries to rear you in, I mean, I'm just speaking for myself. Like you said, you don't care. And I may possess some of these skills, but in that moment when that dark cloud is on you, you don't don't go, hmm, let me, you know. It's almost like this. Let's say somebody that maybe has uh, some anger issues or emotional regulation problems. When they see red and they get to that point and they're just going, people are like, all right, all right, just relax and, and count to five. Like, no, it's past that point. You can't do it. Right. You got to count. You got to you know count I mean? to five. You, you got 20 steps back. You got to. Right. Exactly. You got to you got to stop it before you get to that point. Like boiling water. You see it boiling. You start it. And you, like, are you going to let it watch and just go over and spill all over the place? No, you, you don't let it get to that point. It's the same thing. Uh, but here, do you always see it coming, though? No, that's right, and that's excellent. Yeah. You know what I mean. You could be on a motorcycle coming up over the hill, and you ain't gonna see that tractor trailer coming. If, right. So I'm just wondering, do you? And now, granted, everything leaves crumbs. Success leaves crumbs. So does sure. so does this. I would I I know because you can obviously tell years in when you're starting to slide a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do you, now does it take? Does it take an event? Does it take a few events? Does it, or do you, does it just kind of, you just wake up that day and the, and the slider's been just Mm. slid over a little bit further to the depressive side rather than the happy side? Or is there even a happy side? Do you even, do you, and I'm sorry, we, maybe we can, like, because this is a topic that, like, we should know, just we could, keep going with. I know. We could so talk about So we're just going to keep we going. Do, like, we're going to be over. We whole episode, you know, part two or whatever, you know. Um, but, yes, all to, I think to the original question, I think it's a variety of all those things. Um, you know, I, I would say maybe one moment or I don't remember the, the actual word you used or a, a, a variation of, of things that happened. That happened. Um, but you know, let's face it. If one happens, and then if if something happens a day or two later, that's in this similar uh, realm. Like if something th- that's going to stimulate your negative core beliefs, right? Yeah. Right. Okay, I get it. It's that snowball, and then it just keeps going. And then once it's going, the gremlins are up there going, "Yeah, yep, I told you." 
You can't do that. Who do you think you are? And then the ball gets out of control, smashes over Aunt June. It's, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not good. Aunt June is dead, man. Aunt June's dead. The dishes are done, man. <laughs> That's right, baby. So yeah, so I mean there's again, there's we could go on this topic for forever, really. There's and for me this actually is 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 part of my happiness is is talking this stuff and doing this and and learning more about it. Above Ground Podcast is in no way intended to be a substitute for professional help in any manner or degree. We are not therapists, doctors, or professionals in the medical field. These are the opinions and experiences of two individuals just like you, our peers, who live with mental illness and all of its conditions. If you or anyone you know are experiencing a mental health crisis, please go to your nearest emergency room, call 911, or you can call the National Suicide Hotline 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. 8255. Be well, be safe, be above.